three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. <clears throat> Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter. And, man, don't you remember when we used to get Christmas movies and, and you know, in Christmas? Does that, seem, <laughs> does that seem so long ago? Because I'm reviewing Last Christmas, which just came out here um, this past weekend. Uh, directed, of course, by Paul uh, Paul uh, Paul Feig, who, of course, did Bridesmaids, uh the Ghostbusters remake that uh, I'm going to pretend never exists. And actually one of my favorite comedies in the last decade in uh, Spy. I think Spy is a truly brilliant comedy uh, in the same vein as something as uh, 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 naked, the Naked Gun movies. If you haven't seen Spy, I highly recommend giving it a watch. But So I went in this movie very, uh, very intrigued because this, of course, is written... Uh, by Emma Thompson, who of course you know from uh, Sense and Sensibility, uh, the Harry Potter films, and she's joined by uh, I'm gonna butcher your name, sorry, uh, uh, Bryony Kimmings is what I'm gonna go with, and this is their debut uh, co-writing this movie with uh, Emma Thompson, and I was sitting there the whole time watching this movie, and I remember when I first initially saw the trailer, going, that looks really cute, uh, Henry uh, Henry Golding. Uh, is in it. He plays Tom. And Henry Golding, of course, everyone knows him from uh, Crazy Rich Asians, but I don't know if enough people saw this. He was in A Simple Favor, and he was amazing in A Simple Favor. So I'm just, I'm a huge fan of this guy. I can't wait to see what else he's going to do. I think he's just delightful. He's got the uh, uh, the uh, Snake Eyes movie, uh, the G.I. Joe uh, spinoff coming up. So I, I really like him. And of course, uh, Amelia Clark, uh, of course, you know her from this little show called Game of Thrones. Uh, I never watched Game of Thrones. Uh, I, I think I watched the first season. I stopped. But I love. I absolutely loved her in Solo. Did not like her in Terminator Genesis. Uh, loved her in Don uh, Hemingway, which is a Jude Law movie, if you haven't seen it. I think she's absolutely great. And if there is good to say about this movie, and there is a surprising amount of good to say, Amelia Clark and Harry Golding, their chemistry is off the absolute charts. Uh, their banter, uh, because Amelia Clark, she plays a very, very cynical woman who went through a, a heart transplant. They say, uh, uh, Kate. And I think something I do appreciate about this movie is she's a very... Kate is a very sex-positive person. She's having one-night stand, she's getting drunk, and... I appreciate the fact the movie doesn't really censor that because look, there are women who just like to, you know, drink and fuck. I mean, hey, <laughs> good, good for you. But the movie never really, it never slut shamed her about that. So I give the movie a lot of credit for that. I, I think if a guy had written this, it, it would have come across less. Uh, I don't want to say less positive, but it would have become uh, across uh, less normal in that sense. I think a guy really would have gone the slut shaming route. Uh, if they're writing this, so I was really happy Emma Thompson wrote uh, wrote it just from that perspective alone because she's you know she's having one night stands. Now the thing that is bad <laughs> is the first one night stand she has, uh, the guy's married, and 
if the movie gets close to slut shaming, this is kind of where it does because the wife comes home. Uh, he, uh, she goes home with this guy. He goes, "Hey, good morning, beautiful." Which I, the moment he said "good morning, beautiful," kind of in that way, I was like, "That's a little odd." Not like guys wouldn't say that, but I just went, mm, "You're hiding something." So he goes to the market to get her. Like I think he goes to get uh, to cook for. Her. So he leaves the loft, and the wife comes home while she's in the shower, and it's a really awkward scene, and you feel bad for the two of them having to go through that interaction at all. And so she ends up throwing uh, Kate's stuff out just uh, on the street and even yells at her like, it's never your fault, is it? And so that's the closest we really got to slut shaming. But Kate is really cynical. She's hilarious. I, I haven't really seen Amelia Clark get to be funny uh, outside of Dom, uh, Dom Hemingway. And, but she is witty as hell. And the script by Emma Thompson, as far as the dialogue, is really well done. They, they show the scene... Brought a scene in the movie, well, there's a scene where her, uh, uh, Kate and Tom, uh, Henry Golding's character, they're walking down this kind of, uh, not like a back, like a like side alley, and she even tells him, you know, asks him like, oh, how many, how many uh, women have you killed in the spot? Uh, and he even goes like, well, they, like, it's just uh, says someone with a. Oh yeah, oh that's what that's what she says. She she asks, uh, has anyone ever told you you look like serial killer? And he even says, oh, never more than once. And she kind of looks at him like, Ugh. <laughs> and it's really it's really cute how he doesn't put up with her shit because, and, and I do appreciate about this about the film. Kate is really a selfish asshole, and the movie doesn't it doesn't let her off the hook on that. But she went through that heart transplant, and so you can really understand. And I, I I'm blanking on how long. If the movie even says between the heart transplant and her kind of getting back uh, in the swing of her life, but the movie makes it seem like it hasn't been that long, and everyone's kind of giving her shit for it. But at the same time, I get where she's coming from, where something like that would, I mean, in theory, it would take you a while to just even kind of feel like yourself again. So I appreciate how the movie kind of gave her. Not an out, but you could understand and empathize with the fact that she went through something that intense and how she's trying to just get back in the swing of things in general. Uh, this movie also has Michelle Yeoh, and that is just a woman who, A, doesn't seem like she ages, which is incredible to me. Um, B, she gets a chance to be more comedic because she, uh, in Crazy Rich Asians, which she was uh, amazing in, it, it was cool to see her in that, but... The thing that made me so happy about seeing her in that is that she got to be so funny and and a bitch, like a really mean person, and I and I appreciated that. And it's kind of uh, while her character, uh, they actually call her Santa in the movie, which always made me. I don't think they actually even say her actual name. I think they just call her Santa because she loves Christmas that much. But what I actually appreciate about this is that. You get to see more of that from Michelle Yeoh, more, more of that comedic side, and it really does work here. Her and Amelia Clark have really great chemistry. She, there's a, she just yells and she never calls her Kate. She always calls her Elf, which, <laughs> which just always made me laugh. I mean, it it wasn't even a cheap laugh. I was always just like, that's actually really funny. Uh, so Santa owns this uh, Christmas shop that Kate works at, and. It is really sweet. They have this conversation where uh, Kate ends up running late uh, to an audition because she's a singer, too. But she's in her rush, she doesn't completely lock the store door. Uh, and so 
she goes to her audition. The audition doesn't go well, shocker. And she goes back to work the next morning and someone had broken in. And so after the cops leave and uh, and everyone's, you know, they taking their uh, their statements and everything, Santa looks at uh, Kate and kind of pulls her aside and goes, look, I had to break my own window to go ahead and make sure that I would get the insurance money on this because I know you didn't lock up. And she tells her, you know, you turned me into this person and I and I don't like it. And it's a very it's a very real conversation. I was like, wow, okay. And and basically she tells uh, Kate that, you know, you would have been fired. I would have fired you right now. But I remember who you were and how much you love Christmas and how much you care about the job before you had your uh, surgery. So I'm going to give you one more chance. Like, it's a really emotional scene that really caught me off guard in 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 the best way i was like okay this 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 is this is awesome um it, that that scene really caught me off guard and there's a couple scenes like that um it it's that that really do elevate this movie i think from what this would normally be i can't find the guy's name but one of the subplots in this movie is that santa falls in love with this uh, kind of this gray fox uh, type character. I will say their interactions are always like they, they barely talk in the movie, but it's basically her looking like, oh my god, he's so handsome, and uh, and him like looking at her lovingly. It's really it's really kind of it's really kind of creepy, but it's sweet, kind of in that way that you see someone that. You're infatuated with you, but you don't even know how to talk to him. It, 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 it's actually kind of it's actually kind of sweet. Uh, Peter Peter uh, Min is that's how it actually has it listed as on IMDb. Uh, the Dane, aka Boy, she, Santa calls him Boy, which you know that's a thing. Uh, so this movie, Bermy, <coughs> this movie. As I was watching the trailer, I remember thinking. Okay, if you can just not do this one thing that I'm very afraid that you're going to do, I'll be really happy. Otherwise, it could sink your grade. And the movie did the one freaking thing I didn't want them to do. Because from watching the trailer, you notice that Tom, uh, Henry Golding's character, he's not talking to anyone else. And you're kind of like, I'm just sitting there thinking, huh, that's interesting. And this is on the first trailer, and thinking, oh god, if he's been dead the whole time, I'm going to lose my mind. And of course, they get to that point where it, it flashes back through multiple scenes in the movie, and you find out that Tom hasn't been there. He's just been envisioning Tom. And I was like, damn it all. And I remember being so angry, because A, this movie didn't need that. It really didn't need that. And... It just it felt so it felt so tacked on and, and I was really pissed off when I saw them flashback through everything like oh we got you and I was like no I was just hoping you wouldn't be dumb enough to do this and they do and that really did frustrate me and it dings the movie so much it's gonna be hard to actually grade it one thing I did love about this movie is that you do get to see Kate's transition from being you know kind of in that funk and being selfish to you know finding her uh finding her spark again uh through, through the through the holiday season i thought that was really sweet the george michael songs because this is like a george michael musical kind of in a way with a uh, rom-com backdrop 
his music does work really well in here. And there's a point where she's outside singing, uh, not Last Christmas, but, uh, uh, oh my god, uh, Sleigh Bells, uh, or Deck the Halls, pardon me. Where she's standing outside of this homeless shelter, uh, singing Deck the Halls and taking donations. It's a really sweet scene. It, so the movie kept finding these little moments where I went, oh, that's cute. But then when they pull that twist that he's dead the whole time, I went, oh, I kind of hate you. And I don't want to give you credit for all the good stuff that you just did. So it's frustrating for me to know even kind of what to give this. Uh, okay. Oh, and Emma Thompson's actually in the movie, too. She plays uh, Amelia Clark's mom. And uh, uh, she's uh, uh, Adelia. And I thought she was really funny. Like, the chemistry between the main leads is it's incredible. I would have loved to seen uh, Tom interact with uh, Emma Thompson, but of course we don't get that because he's dead. Uh, but I really did enjoy the chemistry between everyone. The, the dialogue really does pop. I laughed hard multiple times, uh, it, it, which is just what makes it more frustrating that it did this one dumb thing that just kind of derails the rest of the movie for me. Uh, one one scene that just really broke my heart is where she's still fighting with Tom, like like they're kind of like he's kind of courting her, and she you know and she talks about how she needs him and how he she goes to find him at one of the spots they normally hang out at, and she kind of does these uh, goes to all the spots they normally see each other, and how she she, she can't find him. She says, you know, look. You know, I looked for you, I needed you, and you weren't there. And she says, uh, I'm not going to heal my heart, then give it to someone else to break. And I went, fuck, that's a great line. And I like that. It really caught me off guard and hit me in the feels. It, which is why it's so maddening, the, the, the story decision they make. It's just, uh, it's just, it really makes me sad. And there's this one scene where they end up in this, uh, Tom shows her to this uh, secret garden. And... It's such a cute scene, such a really well romantically done scene. Uh, Harry Golding, man, this guy's special. You know, from a guy who can jump from something like Crazy Rich Asians to this or, and have simple, a simple favor in between, he's a really talented dude. I, I, I really just want him to get uh, to do whatever he wants because just reading interviews and stuff with him and watching him on TV, he seems like the nicest guy. And... I always love to see, you know, just good people uh, on the come up and see him and, and seeing stuff that I enjoy. And he's, I thought, was my favorite part of this as much as I love Melia Clark. The story decision is just so baffling and so upsetting. It just, it dings it so much for me. So I'm going to give this, before the ending, this is probably a B or a B plus. Like, I was really sitting at the theater going, oh my god, this is so much fun. Like, I'm going to have to buy this now. I, I won't buy this now. <laughs> but uh, and, and but then, you know, you get that bullshit twist ending. And it's just, it, oh, it's so dumb. So I'm going to give this a C plus Because if this was on TV, I at least know where I need to change the channel <laughs> to not get upset all over again. But the dialogue does work so well. And if I was trying to get, if I was writing a movie... And I was trying to get my, or writing a play, and trying to get my leads 
to have romantic chemistry, I'd make them watch this movie because they're Amelia Clark and uh, Henry Golding. Their chemistry is that infectious, and it really does make you like both of them. Even uh, even Kate when she's going through her uh, through her hero's journey. So it, it's just it's frustrating because this could have been a B plus A minus movie for me if they just hadn't <laughs> done that stupid dumb 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 uh, ending. So what are you gonna do? But it. I saw this. Uh, I saw this on a. Uh, uh, oh my gosh! When did I see this? I saw this uh, last week. But if you saw this like an early, like an early matinee, uh, like Cinemark does a five dollar <laughs> movie Tuesday, I wouldn't be mad if you said, "Hey, I want to spend five bucks on this." I, I, I think that's fair. But as far as seeing this at an early matinee or above that, I, I just don't think it's worth it for what it gives you in the end. But. Guys, have you seen Last Christmas? Uh, what do you think? Let us know in the comments below. You can go ahead and like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. Go ahead and interact with us. Let us know uh, what you guys are seeing, what you want us to review. Always love to interact with you guys. You can find yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can find Colin on Twitter at Nearman the, fir uh, Nearman the First Good God. That's Scott. You can find uh, Colin on Twitter at The Real. That's R-E-E-L O'Neill. You can find Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First. You can f go ahead and subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify at The Real Pineapple. Don't forget to uh, go ahead and rate us and uh, go and share us out. We love to interact with you guys. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews up uh, this next weekend for Jojo Rabbit. I'm actually going to go see the Fandango event, the uh, Todd Zone 60th anniversary. So I'll have a review on that. And we'll have a review this weekend for Charlie's Angels. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great night. Take care. And happy Veterans Day.